I just finally made like six six figures from dancing. So I'm like, there ain't nothing to top that. What do you consider good? Uh, I think psychology is 80%, and I think physical ability is actually 20 Ooh, look at your boy getting out of the... They're young, they're young, but they're cute. Go ahead, <laughs> baby. The pill. Clap, claps. Don't know that acronym. Emotional intelligence. And welcome back to another episode of Off the Pill Podcast. I'm Ryan Higo. We have David Choi in the moderator seat and Paco right next to me. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Dietrich Dominic. Actually, I said Dominic Dietrich Sandoval. Uh, currently on TV right now. Mm. Actually, how, how much longer is that going to go for? You're, I mean, you're TV? on- TV? Probably uh, not that much longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you think you can dance judge? That's huge, dude. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Is I mean- I probably shouldn't say that. Say yeah, it, say it, no, dude. No, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, incredible because that's like where I started my entire career, and now I'm back on as a judge, judging people in their you did lives. Start there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's but, nice. I mean, this is like. I mean, I know you already judged ABDC, America's Best Dance Crew, but this is. I mean, not to not to not to put that down a Just little so bit. You this know, is right. a lot. This this is this is also great. <laughs> Randy Jackson's watching right now. He's like. No, wow, come on. Right. I mean, let's be real. I mean, that show has been going before ABDC, and it's still going on. It's a, it's a big sixteen. To seasons. you, is it a bigger deal? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just because it's, it's huge. like it is. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's a. Uh, not to say that ABDC wasn't. Yeah. But uh, it's fun, dude. It's like it's kind of crazy. I feel like I shouldn't be there. I feel like uh, it, it, I don't know. It's like uh, every time I walk, like I'm there and I'm judging them. I I just remember their position. Uh huh. So it's like almost uh, like when you're reliving a moment. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking cool. It's way easier, and you get pay, uh, paid more on that side than you do the other side. Are you allowed to say that? What? I hope the judges would get paid more than the contestants. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. That- we just can't say how much, but it's like 11000 <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Not that um, much, right? I mean, is it per episode or just in total? Uh, Forever. For the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> just 11, <laughs> 11 grand for the rest of your life. You can't do any other job. Are you going to continue doing that, or is it just uh, like a one-season thing? Yeah, it's contraction. I'm not supposed to say, but for four mm-hmm. seasons. Uh, Damn! If they continue. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that show's been on for how long now? Which is another reason seasons. why, like I say, <laughs> if they continue, uh, sixteen, se- sweet sixteen. And so, if you guys are bored, you guys should go there Monday nights, uh, nine p.m. Uh, PTET. Nine p.m. <laughs> why are you making that face? PTET. For those of you that don't know, because um, I didn't introduce Dom, uh, you start off as a dancer, right? Yes. And we met. While you were on Quest Crew, which mm-hmm. is the ABDC winner, America's Best Dance Crew winner. Everyone's like, who? People is that? know America's Best Dance Crew. Ooh. Right? Uh, older new generation. People, older people. New generation doesn't really know what that is. They just okay. know Instagram. And okay, well, they know so you think you so you think you can dance, right? Yeah. That's still on. Guys, anyway, Don Sarf is a dancer, turned YouTuber, turned into a television star. <laughs> Turned into podcaster soon. You're doing a bunch of stuff, but I met Dom almost 10 years ago. Yeah, we were just talking about that. In 2010, yep. I'll be official. Yeah. And you were in Agents of Secret stuff for our fans. Who, who did you originally is. have for that? Because, Ryan, I feel like you made, like, um, agencies, Agents of Secret stuff. You literally asked me on the spot, and I didn't take you serious. Yeah. But when you were writing, you had to have had someone. <laughs> no. I just thought it was a funny character. It was, mm-hmm. like, the bad guy who's, like, kind of crazy. and ha- It's not, like, the guy you just hate. It's, like, you know... He has jokes and stuff. Like when we first met, the day yep. after, you asked me, you're like, hey, you want to do my, my film Agents of Secret stuff? And I literally thought you were playing. I was like, come on, man. You playing. 
I don't remember asking you. I mean, it was like it was like being in a video, right? You remember asking me? Then how do you think I became that <laughs> no, person? No, I mean, I know we wanted you to do oh, it, but okay. I don't remember that how it happened. But yeah, I mean, and then you did it. Yeah. And then we became friends. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started that. my YouTube career. Yep. Because of this man, Paco. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he started. Um, no, I started YouTube because of you, man. Did did you? Hell yeah! I no, did. because you had some dance stuff up already. Uh, no, I, I literally. Well, I mean, I think like real stuff, yeah, like, as in like a dance reel. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, no, you're the one that uh, inspired me, and I have my story, but it, apparently you don't agree with it. But uh, how, how, what it. is the story? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear. It. You can still tell it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what. Okay, so this is how it went in my head. Okay, but he's gonna say no, it didn't go that way. I don't even know what the story is. Let's hear it. That tells you how much like we hang out that I actually take it serious, and then you just forget. Maybe. (laughs) Sorry, dude. (laughs) All right, all right. Back to the beginning. Go to your story. It's 2009. (laughs) All right, Los Angeles. Uh, Stay North Hollywood. Sorry to be exact. Mm -hmm. Not 2009, 2010. Shit, I'm losing my 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 uh, story. Anyways. Ryan goes, hey, dude, uh, you ever thought about doing YouTube? And mind you, at this point, I just finally made like six six figures from dancing. So I'm like, there ain't nothing to top that, right? Wow. I was like, I love this. Like, this, this is something I think I could do. And he's like, you should do YouTube. And I was like, that's something I, I don't think I would want to <laughs> do, you know, because your boy's making some money. And he goes, is that the real reason why? And I was like, well, it's a big part of it. Like, you know, I'm able to make money off dance. He goes, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you my month of December. This is 2009. It's month of December. He's like, I'm not showing you this to boast. I'm showing you this because this could be your future. I remember this. And I was like, wow, why is your voice so deep? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, here, check it out. And I was like, oh, he showed me his, his like 300 racks for 2009. And he told me don't ever say that to anybody. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Okay, fine. It was like 289. But, but he was like, and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, cam- let me get a camera. <laughs> and I started making videos. Uh, and I ended up, instead of just doing it for the money, I ended up falling in love with the craft. And that's the story. Yeah, you're wow. right. I don't agree. I don't remember any of that. I remember Greg uh, brought up, like, uh, when you're asking about camera gear, and he's, like, telling you this stuff. He's like, why are you getting all this good camera gear for? <laughs> yeah, the uh, Canon 7D. He was pissed. Yeah, he was jealous. Because at the time, it's like, Ryan, like, whatever Ryan said, I was like, yes, I will do it. Like, you're, you know, the master. Like, yeah. you're teaching me. And he was like, yeah, you should get a, a camera. I use this one. So I just got a Canon 7D and I, I didn't know how to turn it on. But, uh, you know, Greg was really envy of that because he wanted a camera. And he but that was his dream. It. it was his dream camera. Greg, the guy with the mustache, the one who edits uh, for us, he that was his dream camera and he couldn't afford it. And then you come in with no experience and you buy his dream camera and that's why he was salty. Yeah. <laughs> Jealousy, party for one, Greg. Wow. <laughs> but you made a lot of use with that camera. You started YouTube and you created an, like a huge channel. Oh, yeah. But a big part of that is because of Ryan. He just would like the videos back then. And then uh, my channel exploded. And uh, yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, you did your own thing. I mean, you did your own thing and you built your kind of built your following, but you also had that you were still in the dance community, like heavily in the mm-hmm. dance community. And that's why you got your TV show. Well, not your show, but you judged on um, America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah. And I remember when they brought me in, they're like, oh, we're bringing you in for, uh, to be a judge on America's Best Dance Crew because, like, we feel like your digital following is a huge, you know, outlet. Right. And I was like, again, that's because of Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's basically my Jesus Christ. He saved me. Oh, my gosh. And a You're going to get smited, My car- career. <laughs> You're going to get smited. By who? Um, um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. What, what I... <laughs> What I find amazing, <laughs> what I find amazing is that, you know, you're, 
you're a dancer, right? That's what you started off as, and you're still known as a dancer, and you're still in that community, that you've created such a, like, a successful career centered around dancing. And that's something that there's so many dancers in the world that wish they were in your position and can build what you've built for yourself. Like, what, how did you do that? Like, you know, so what sweet. kind of mentality do you need to have or work ethic to build a career off dancing of all things? Uh, it's, such, it's a real question, isn't it? Yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, I have low expect, like have a low standard in the beginning of your life. And I feel like that, that's a huge part. And that's like kind of like real. And what serious. does that mean? To you? It means like, I think I grew up at such like a bot, like a, like a low standard as far as like quality of life. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Everybody's perspective is different, but like I grew up not really having anything. And the idea of like, uh, like a job of like a dream job at that time would probably be something like <laughs> a claims adjuster or something, something that like <laughs> is equal to like what my family was already doing. Just, we grew up in a, in a low standard. So I felt like because of that, if I just keep like trying to surpass that, then, uh, who knows what can happen. So it's, it's almost like, uh, I'm kind of climbing this ladder of like, what the fuck is happening with my life? And I'm just still going just because I didn't expect to get this. When you say, far. sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but no, when, you say, when you say low standard, is it that you didn't grow up with money or you just didn't have standards for all anything? All right, fine. Like, what, See, does that, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> so the truth comes out. All right, David, you just, you just try and get to the, you try and dig deep. I got you. All right. So I was born in Sacramento, California. All right. And, and um, my mom grew up and my mom at the time was on welfare. Thanks, Dave. And, Dave. uh, and um, she would like, you know, paper stuff Wait, with is food stamps. Is this real? This is real? a real story. Okay. I'm just, just doing giving a character. It a character <laughs> and I don't know what this character is. And I never established this, but I'm feeling the Holy Spirit. So let me speak, motherfucker. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> but oh honestly, gosh. it's like, I think, like, to be honest, yeah, my mom did grow up on, uh, like, we just grew up strict on funds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just at, like the... Uh, we just didn't have a lot. And I just felt like dance was one of the one things that I think any, especially a B-boy, uh, at that time, like we just got all types of hate from, you know, uh, everything. Cause there was no literally like overall way to make money off of breaking. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they came out the show called So You Think and Dance in 2005. And then that like literally just taking that opportunity and uh, essentially just always showing up to opportunities. Even if I felt like I wasn't ready, I think was the one thing that helped develop uh, everything I have. You know, it's that and Ryan Higa. <laughs> See, the, I mean, I do remember telling you to do YouTube and the reason was because of your personality. It wasn't, I mean, like obviously people, there's dancers, right? And dancers, I mean, you know, the biggest you can get to a certain degree without having, you know, branding behind it is like a back, backup dancer to like a really famous Justin Bieber or somebody, right? Well, I, I, I don't know. I may be teaching, but you kind of went with that route. You went with your success with dancing, but you used it to create... Dietrich's the personality, you know what I mean? And I think that, isn't that what you tr were trying to teach with your Passionate project? Mm, Passionate, yeah. Because it's more than just, okay, become a great dancer, right? Yeah, I think it's like overall, uh, what is the question? <laughs> like, I mean, I think, is it is it just, well, it was, it was more of a question, it was more of a statement of like why you are where you are. It's because you didn't just follow the route of just becoming a great dancer and then, you know, teaching or becoming a backup yeah. dancer like you you the reason why they picked you up is because you built your personality right yeah and i think overall it's like a, a big part of it was growth i think i think I've, I've always been obsessed with 
this is like a real answer, but like since the very beginning and to go to also answer you, Ryan, your statement, which wasn't a question, but <laughs> to kind of go back to just answer both those things is I was obsessed with growth of like learning about whatever I was doing or if I started something new, uh, the growth uh, of that. And then with that just became, I guess the more you grow, you just are able to offer more stuff to this world. And then uh, if you're decent enough, uh, people just pay you to do, do shit. Uh, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. Is it fair to say that you are obsessed with becoming better at whatever you try to do? Oh, hell yeah. Just because I thought I constantly think I suck. And I feel like it's just uh, that's part of anybody. Like, I think any creative, they just, you know, always I, I always just feel like I'm just obsessed with knowledge. And I feel like I just need to keep getting better. And you feel like that you did that with dance, too. I'm still doing it with dance. So, so you look at all these young, because there's so many young kids online. These motherfuckers. They're killing it. Like these, like these little eight-year-old kids, right? I know. When you see them, what do you, what do you feel? Um, <laughs> feelings for an eight-year-old. Horrible. When you see these talented no, kids, okay, like, so what, like, what do you, how do you react so to that? So I, like, I work with a lot of these, these younger kids, too, especially like the, the ones that are moving out here because they're so dope. Um, I, I, I feel like the beautiful thing about them is that they haven't gone through enough life stuff to realize the restrictions and fears that life kind of teaches you to be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to learn how to, they're going to start something, see the standard at an early age and then just go after that. And then, uh, for me, it's inspiring. I feel like it's like, it's really, really dope to see these kids picking up stuff and being freaking masters at it. Uh, hella, hella early assholes. And then, and then you feel like you need to become better than them. No, <laughs> where are you? Go wow, uh, no. no, because we were, we were talking about how you are obsessed with growth, and when you see young kids who are sur surpassing your skill sets or whatever, yeah, that you wish you had when you were that age. I, mean, I don't think they surpass right. my skill sets over here, Dave. No, I still get, I still get down. I feel like I'm talking <laughs> about those old guys. We're not like, you know, I still get down in my day. No, I, 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 when I watch you, Dan, I, I. I, you're a master. You're a master of your craft. Subjective, There's not a yeah. lot of people in this world who, who can move like you. That sounds weird. But like, should we do a replay of this? <laughs> no, like, while we're talking. And and like, I'm just wondering from you know your perspective as a master of your craft that's mm -hmm. been doing it for like over a decade, and have you know your your judge on shows like when you see it, like, do you feel like a little bit of competitiveness with these young kids? Like, not that you're going to directly compete with them, but you know, like for me, example, as a musician, when I see these young kids, I'm like, damn, I wish I was as good as them. I, I still feel that now. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> no, we're interviewing you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess for me, not really, just because uh, for me, I get excited about the, the future of the generation. If anything, I would just like to help out on the, the shit that the dancers don't know about, like how to monetize it, uh, how mm. to create a, life, a longevity lifestyle of it. Or if you're a young kid, a big part of it is you have all the movement. And I'm Paco, I know you can... Uh, vouch for this too is these kids haven't gone through enough like life emotional shit to like really understand why you're dancing yet does that make or, like, sense put meaning to the yeah. motion because you got to go through some crazy shit to be able to like express uh dance in a way that people can translate it that don't understand dance mm -hmm. right um so for for me uh with dance is like, i always try to make dance secondary to whatever i'm doing meaning uh like what is the message i'm trying to to say, or uh, what is it that I can get the average person at home that doesn't care about dance to want to watch that or uh, showcase that to other people that don't care about dance. So with these young dancers, it's like they have all the amazing facilities and they'll destroy me <laughs> at my craft. 
uh, physically, but when it comes to emotion and be able to tell a story, that's what I would love to help out uh, for them. Cause I feel like if I was that age mm-hmm. and someone helped me with that, it should be like, you're able to like almost get it even faster. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like the why, but, um, so yeah. how do you teach, uh, like you said, they don't have the experience. How do you teach someone like that? Well, what do you do? What do, what do you tell them? Well, I, I said it was about like experiencing emotional, you, you know, hurt maybe yeah, yeah, I just, I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I just go up to them with my ninja milk and I go, <laughs> oh my God. Emotionally and yeah. physically. What the? <laughs> Ruining the moment. Oh my God. There's so many deep but, references that no one's going to get. But So what I was, what I was saying is I could kind of relate because in music, you know, <laughs> I'm listening. Don't be disrespectful. Dave's trying to speak, assholes. Go for it. Go. No, like you could tell if someone's singing from a place of experience versus something that they just are just singing. For example, right? <clears throat> for example, when you say to me, you made that song up, right? That's original yeah so you guys uh if you guys want to play that you're gonna have to pay me royalties royalties okay well i that mean nice. that was like that was really nice actually that's attitude this you, speaks you, you, how would you know this speaks to your um <laughs> this is i find it really interesting your person your, this is your personality type though and i and i think i've told you about this too is like and i think this is also what makes you great is that you you do always want to get better and that's why you got really good at dance and then you find something else that you really want to be good at like singing like you were trying to take you never really sang before but you've been taking like classes for like eight months right uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes the answer is yes yes i mean with everything you do if you get into something you get obsessed i get obsessed for example like our friendship right Mm. i'm obsessed with bringing back what we had You know, I feel like, Ryan, I feel like since the YTF days, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was, you know, but I feel like I want, like our plant, it it was turning into a beautiful tree in the forest of great friendships. And I feel like we, we was blossoming. And then like, if you were the water and I was the sun, it's like, I want to be a better sun for your water. And I feel like we can build our tree of friendship again. So with that being said, I, I study a lot about friendships and stuff and wanting to grow those things. And uh, Dom doesn't drink. <laughs> He's never drank before in his life. He doesn't do drugs. He's very clean. Have you ever done drugs before? <laughs> yes. You have. Yeah, Ryan introduced me to uh, <laughs> Adderall. Ryan did introduced me to Adderall. So really I did? That. Okay. But that, that's, that's subjective. That's for ADD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you just brought up YTF very quickly. There's no punch to that phrase, what? though. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? Did you have fun at YTF? Like, can you tell us about your experiences? I had a blast with YTF. Uh, I think we all did it mm-hmm. at some certain point. It just ended kind of funky, you know? Uh, <laughs> we get yeah. into that shit? I don't know. Uh, no, I thought YTF could, was I mean. great. I think it was like uh, we had an awesome run, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like the first of its kind. And again, I got to praise Ryan because... Essentially, Ryan put his brand, uh, his own personal brand on the side for six uh, friends. I'm, I'm pretty sure kind of like everybody did, but I think yeah, everybody did. Everybody did to an extent, but Ryan was like the the one that like literally birthed a lot of our our pushes and careers on YouTube. And uh, thanks, man. Well, I mean, Kev already had a career. You guys had careers. It's just we together. It helped everyone, including myself. Yeah. Like that was like that was like 
what do they call Team Ten before that existed, right? Well, I mean, we didn't do that. We yeah, I thought, I thought people like kind of did that though to a certain degree. Like we lived in the same building, the haunted building, um, where everybody <laughs> lives now in North Hollywood. You thought it was haunted. I never thought it was. There's a couple weird things. Dude, there's weird things in that building. People who live there building now. Building or room? You heard other stories? I mean, our room, and then Kev and Victor's room. Well, I think Kevin and Victor were haunting their own <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's 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 a lot of people living there now. But anyway, um, we kind of did that to a certain degree. I don't think there was other groups before us. No, it would have been cool. It, I thought it was dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was The idea fun. was there. Did you guys ever bring it back? YTF? That's not my... I mean, I've been down. Uh, Ryan? I don't even know what that means. Like, what, oh, YTF? Touring? It means yesterday, today, forever. <laughs> Stupid. I mean, like, just like what? Like touring? I don't want to. I don't want to tour. What if we made a show? We could do a show. I could do one. show. We don't have to do it. But yeah. what if we made a show? Oh, and put other people. Yeah, that was the original. People. Wasn't that the that original legacy, reason yeah. why we made YTF? Yeah, the whole goal was so that we didn't have to do it later. Like we yeah. don't have to keep doing these shows because we're gonna, we're gonna get old eventually. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really do that. We didn't follow through. Yeah. So that was YTF. Did you guys watch? Did you watch YTF? Park? How can we not say nothing? Uh, I'm letting you guys kind of just like talk and everything. You guys mm-hmm. have a lot going on. I don't want to interrupt the flow. It's just it's cool okay. To stop, listen. stop, Dave. <laughs> so Write that down. That's a joke. Write that down. It's a stand-up joke. <laughs> For those listeners, Paco's pursuing a career in comedy. So yeah, stand-up. So he's writing. He's writing notes. He's got good ones. <laughs> Let me read your notes no. to the people. We're moving on. Keep it going. Moving on. So I, don't I, ever start with knock knock. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Take that as a challenge. Go ahead, Dom. You have an Emmy. You won an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm. you're one of the very few YouTubers who's ever crazy. won an Emmy award. It's kind of like any award. They kind of just sit there and develop dust. Okay, but did you ever dream of <laughs> even winning one of these? Like, did you actually see yourself? No, no, definitely not. So, uh, yeah, I've, that was in 2016. That yeah, Quest Crew won an Emmy, and hell no, like I've. Uh, I don't even think that we thought that was possible when we were doing that show, uh, to be co- completely honest. So, uh, no, I never thought that. It's crazy. Where is it? What do you do? Do you <laughs> like I just said, collecting dust? Yeah, or? it's it's. I don't know. Like I don't know how you guys feel about awards, but I feel like awards are like the one thing that it's like it doesn't matter how uh, like basic or how amazing it is. They all kind of do the same thing and collect dust. I mean, I, maybe I was able to charge a little bit more for teaching. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just a resume thing, right? I guess it does yeah. give you credibility. I mean, like that's a real award. Yeah, it's not like you're getting like some is it random or was it like one of those yeah. like oh we feel bad for the Asians and the Oscars fucked that up so let's give these Asians dudes an award. Yeah, but it's still like people still think it's that it's still connected. It's an Emmy, you know. You're right. I'm so much better than you guys. You are <laughs> in that respect for sure. <laughs> Do people know you're Asian? You're half Asian. Do your some fans, people know. Do your fans know? Oh, would you say? Am no? I? <laughs> Yeah, they know, right? I, yeah, I think so. You're half Filipino. Sixty-eight point seven percent Filipino. Oh, you took a test. Yeah, which, and which one? Uh, uh, the one where I did my own math and looking at my family. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, but I think it's about that. Uh, but the rest is uh, etika. Etika. That's Ryan's jokes. <laughs> Can you tell us more about Passion Eight? Yeah. So I started a company called Passion Eight. Uh, is that a play on words <laughs> for passionate? Oh my, that's good. <laughs> You're brilliant. Yeah, it is. Thank you. You're the first one to ever point that out, by yeah, the way. I, I, mm, I was I, just wondering, no, because mm. it might not have been. 
Yeah, Passionate is basically a... Uh, Passionate, I, I created a company to essentially help the next generation of dancers or any dancers that feel like they want to get like the level up of their careers, not just like uh, physically, but mentally, um, so that uh, they can have the same type of outcome that I feel like I was lucky and grateful enough to have that I didn't expect I was going to have. Um, so yeah, getpassionate.com slash... That's it. I think Just that's go it. Passionate.com. Yeah. Just a slash. I mean, let's talk about some of the recent projects that you did. Because you're working with, uh, is it Logan? Ooh, B-Girl Logistics. We should roll a clip of that right now. I don't think and we have the back. rights to that. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Unless you use my video. You have the rights. Okay. Even then, it's like someone do you. Okay, who is this person? Oh, dude, who is this person? Oh, my God. You know that? Okay, no, really, so, I don't know. So, you know, you were talking about earlier those kids that are like changing the game and dance. The so, she's like... Literally to me, she's uh, well, she's 16 now, but I've known her since she was started, probably like, like nine or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did this show called World of, World of Dance season two last season, and she was on the team that uh, uh, that I was able to choreograph that one. And her name is Logan. She was on the lab, and I oh, start, Logan's a girl. Yeah, Logan's oh, a girl. Okay. Uh, B girl logistics is her B, uh, B uh -huh. girl name, and she is like completely blown up like crazy over this last year. Not just mm -hmm. like industry wise, but as like uh, like. B-girl wise and like all styles dance wise. But um, what was your question, Paco? Well, it's just like what you've been doing with projects lately. Cause I know that you guys just uh, did a video together, right? Yeah, we just did a video, uh, Who You Are. By, uh, oh, that was her. Oh, that was, that was her. Oh, yeah. That oh, was did you awesome. see it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You commented. Yeah. So oh, good. thanks, dude. Yeah, so thank good. you. Uh, again, a big oh, part of good. it was because it was her. And uh -huh. uh, I wrote the idea down and uh, I pitched it to her. Uh, and I was like, this is not gonna happen unless it's you. Because uh, when I was creating, I just kept picturing her, and she was just down to trust me with that piece, and boom! I th for me, I think it was the best piece I've ever was uh, I've ever got to create up to date. And again, I have to say, a big part of it is because she is so amazing. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, then you can go check it out. Um, well, I know that was meaningful to you because you're the one who introduced me to Jesse J, right? Oh, really? That song? Oh, yeah, yeah that's that specifically that song. Before she became Jesse J, the the pop artist, she was. Yeah, I found her on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we. We used to listen to that same song. It was a YouTube <laughs> video. It wasn't even like she's on stage. It wasn't even like a produced thing. And she was singing Who You Are. And like you would listen to that over and over and over to the point that I like memorized it, right? So I knew that if you were oh, going to do ahead, something, go ahead, go ahead. you're going to, what? Remember, you memorize the song? Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I memorized it, but I'm not going to do it. Can <laughs> you sing it? I would love to. So I even remember the, be the the part where she yells out, Jesse J. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Continue. Uh, be a go get um, <laughs> yeah. The anyway, person. yeah, yeah. Uh, we were watching. I knew it meant a lot to you because you never really did. Well, you've done some stuff to it, but you never really had uh, the the fact that you were going to showcase that song. It had to have meant a lot to you. Yeah, because I, I knew like, how much how you felt about it. Yeah, it's a beautiful song, and the the piece was about I think like young girls that struggle with what to post on Instagram. And I feel like people do this all the time in general, not just young girls, mm -hmm. but I feel like young girls that I have heard about, especially from um, her like. Uh, and the lab, like, that's a big thing that people struggle with was, like, as a young girl, like, what do I produce that will maintain my, like, self-love and, uh, like, putting that at risk for the idea of getting more likes or more followers. Um, so I felt like if I was able to tell a story that can help them with that, uh, I'd be able to change lives. And Logan made it mm -hmm. came to life. So, yeah. And I thought it would be weird because I've always wanted to do that piece, but I felt like if I played the mm. young girl it um <laughs> would be better and it, it would take away from the song yeah and yeah. trixie was she was booked <laughs> yeah okay well <laughs> well that's your girl character for yeah i don't know 
Yeah. Um, so you, you're kind of on hiatus, right? From posting YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, obviously you're doing a lot of other things, passion eight, and then you're judging. So you think you can dance. How often do you shoot hmm, for that? Once Every a week. week. Oh, once a week? Once a week. Okay. So it's what, not that What much. are you doing in between those? Uh, being lazy. No, you're not lazy. Uh, working on music. Okay. So you're doing stuff. Yeah, but it's just taking forever. What does that mean? Like. I fucking suck at singing. <laughs> no, I've just been working on music for like the last uh, almost year now. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I've, I've always wanted to do a musical, like a film musical. I think yep. I told you that to you before. So I figured I'd learn how to uh, at least do basic shit so I can write it for not even me, for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like a longevity dream. You've been taking lessons too, vocal vocal lessons, right? Yeah, because I went to uh, this guy named David Choi once. And I was like, yo, David, can you work with me on my singing? He's like, I don't do that. I play piano. I was like, did you really right. say that? No, nah, he didn't. Oh, I was being rude. I know you did go to him though. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> I right? was like, yeah, well, uh, we're actually supposed to work on more stuff together, but that was again, my fault. I'm not ready yet. David, I want to be at your I'm, standard. I'm first ready for you whenever you're ready. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline there. Timing, okay. write down timing. All right, timing. <laughs> All right. So you're um, working on music and yeah. you're working on. Uh, well, obviously you're doing the show. You're doing, are you still doing Passion 8? Yeah, we're doing, uh, next summer will end up being the next one we do. Okay. We're gonna do like probably summertime. It's like a clinic thing. then. Kind of? Yeah, it's like, a, it's a clinic. I just thought of like an AA meeting or something. Oh no, uh, I mean like a basketball, you know, basketball clinic. You like mm. go and oh, yeah, yeah for like a week and then do something. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's like a, a weekend long thing. And, uh, I think the next one we're like gonna a have, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a getaway. it's kind of a cult. Mm. <laughs> Because by day three, everybody's it's crying. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, it's a good way to turn people off. They're like, I'm yeah. not going there. <laughs> uh, no, but I kind of like, uh, it takes a while to find the right people that come and take the experience too. Because a big part of it is just like, not just people submitting, but it's like having the right people that really want that. Because mm. it's like, we go in really deep as far as like the dance ability itself, the psychology, the business aspect of it. Uh, and I think it's just, it's. It's for everybody, essentially, every, all types of dancers, like any, but more importantly, like if people really want to live off this craft, and I think this is probably the best, uh, live off the craft of dance is the best, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I guess, clinic you, you can, I feel like you could take to really have that uh, outcome now. Yeah, mm-hmm. And what better place than to learn from a master who's pioneered his own career? You're so sweet. Thank you, man. I, I guess you think that of me, but I, I don't really think that. I'm still learning. It's it's a fact. Oh, mm-hmm. Always learning though. Always. Yeah. Right. That's kind yeah. of it. Like, I mean, you can still be a pioneer. And like, still... you've mastered music, but you're still learning about it, right? He's like, no, I got it. He's like, no, I've been a master for <laughs> yeah. a while, motherfucker. No, I haven't mastered it, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's those are true words of a master, <laughs> Ryan. You've mastered the art of comedy and YouTube videos. No, and I haven't. Creation. Really? Yes, really. So I just think the maybe, rest of us all say that. For maybe you. 2005 to 2010 YouTube comedy specifically. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I mastered that. You've also mastered the art of being humble. <laughs> that is an art. Um, well, you know what? We will be right back because I need to take a shishi break. So That's P uh, for all the people that don't know. A, still remember. And we're back. Do you guys have any brands for this, this episode? Nope. Okay, this brand, this episode, this episode of Off the Pill is brought to you by Ninja Milk. And uh, you can get your local Ninja Milk online. We're going to leave a, a, a link 
in the description box below. Go get them right now. They're hot. I mean, they're cold, but they're 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 hot. You know. <laughs> All right, we'll work on it. I didn't even ask him to do that, but thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to ask my for my check now. Mm -hmm. I will send it to you, and I will send you some cases. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Write that down. Shoot, uh, sorry. Make sure Ryan sends case <laughs> Jamil to the right address. For what was the address again? Uh, it's <laughs> one two eight. <laughs> one two eight. Five four two. Five four. You're you're making it harder on yourself right now. Uh, continuing. Twenty seven. That's my social security number. <laughs> 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 what if that is someone's real social security? It definitely is. If it starts no, off with uh, one, it might be one of the first people ever, like Jesus's cousin. <laughs> I don't know. So we <coughs> recently had Bethany on the podcast. Moda. Bethany Moda, you're you know her girlfriend. She's hot. She's hot. Yes. She is a she my better two thirds. She what'd she say? I didn't watch the episode. She tells the story of how you guys met. She's definitely not two thirds. Because I didn't know. She, she's my better two-thirds. Mm -hmm. But uh, so obviously because Beth is, you know, famous in her own right, uh, a lot of the questions are about Beth. Oh, cool. Um, and because obviously the other episode too, right? We talked about you as well. A lot of shit. Remember, remember <laughs> what you made for her on her birthday? Of course you remember. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the bedroom. Yeah, the childhood room. That's creepy. <laughs> it is now. That we say it like this, like if I were, if I were to show you guys the room, it wouldn't be as creepy. You uh, did it was, a, show thought, me the it was room. a thoughtful idea. Okay, there's a reason for that. <laughs> this is your chance to explain your side. Because we feel like in our relationship, we're our best selves when we're coming from a place of playing and like having like a fearless type of like attitude and state. And we feel like the those uh, times were always when we were kids. So we always try to maintain like a childish, like playful type of uh, relationship. Um, so I decided to make her a childhood room so that if she ever felt like she needed to relive it or you know be in that state, or if it was that time of the month, she can go inside the room. <laughs> she can go inside, rule three, mm. write that down. She can go inside of her room and uh, just be like, okay, I remember what it was like um, for my boyfriend to be creepy as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Misdirection, write that down. No, I mean, it was a good, it, the thought was there, right? Yeah, and I, I actually, I'm very proud of the yeah. room. I'm very proud of it, guys. Is you can still judge there? me. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's at your house. Yeah, yeah. It's at my place. Okay. It's, I just took one of the rooms and made her her room, and she had, uh, she still uses it for storage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it's storage. It's actually like well thought out though. Like mm -hmm. when you showed us to that room, it was like wow. Like there was a lot of thought put into this. You did a lot of research. Oh, that's right. You saw it. Yeah, that's yeah. how I found out. Yeah, about yeah. It, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's really it 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 took me a while. It was cool. It was cool. You had to like, uh, you had to look for a TV VCR two in one, right? They used to have that, by the way, for you guys watching this and not knowing. They used to have TVs that had v like a V like a VHS player, mm -hmm. a VCR, and a DVD player, and I had to find, and it took forever. And that was like the one thing I was like, this is going to be hard to get. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we found it. Facebook Marketplace. Do you guys ever uh, argue about? Little things about like, do you guys ever argue or is it just? Yeah, really we're not Jesus Christ dating Jesus Christ. No, but I mean, but you guys it have probably still argue. What do you guys <laughs> disagree about? Like, um, in your relationship? oh, you know, it's like a common one, and maybe she'll say something else. But it's like a common thing we disagree about is how we're not enough for the other person. Like your own self. Yeah, like we feel like oh wow, we argue over the idea that I'm not enough for her, and then she argues over the idea she's not enough for me. Like we always want to be better for that person, 
So it's more mm-hmm. like an internal argument that's outernal. Mm. It's almost healthy, <laughs> don't you? I mean, it's better to have that than yeah, the better other than way the around. other way around, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, placing blame and like, man, I can do better. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, I, I used good. to place blame. Ba- <laughs> yeah, place blame. <laughs> Hashtag Noel. <laughs> I used to place blame uh, a lot, but I feel like that's why my past relationships didn't work out. You know, speaking of which, Ryan, I feel like. I feel like we came to a place in our relationship where I was blaming you a lot for the pain. And I realized it was really just inside of me. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry. Callbacks, write that down. Right. Callbacks. <laughs> but whether or not it stays in the video, it's up to you. But just call back. He's not writing anything. Um, but yeah, I think it's healthy to argue in any relationship. I think it's like, a, it's going to happen. But I think more importantly, uh, to know how it goes after that. And if you guys can grow from it is where the importance is. Do you guys hang out a lot? Yes. Every every day? or Every any, day, yeah. You guys are both busy people, so. Yeah, uh, we're busy, like, singing and, like, but she's good. I don't know if you guys, have you guys heard her sing? Yeah. It's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. It's she's beautiful. really good. She's super good. Yeah. Uh, and then she'll be like, oh, I'm not good. And I'll be like, and then you think, like, oh, shit, I suck. Like, so she, compared to so you, I, I must fucking be really, really suck. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> I must really suck because you don't think she, what does, she, what does she think about, or what does she say to you about your singing? She usually does this. <laughs> and I think that means you, she likes it. <laughs> so um, she makes a face. No, like, I think she's very supportive, but yeah. then, like, I, I mean, I'm still new to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I think she's very supportive overall. Mm-hmm. She has to listen to it all day. It's probably really annoying for her. It's like, I imagine if she was just practicing her dancing all day, <laughs> and she's like, babe. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. You'd be supportive. Wait, so hold on. So as a dancer, when someone's practicing in front of you and they're not very good, does that annoy you? No. Oh. I, uh, I actually, the thing with me is like I want to help the person uh, get better. But I think that's what the problem is. Like with singing, I, I like I want her to help me, but she doesn't. <laughs> Would you like her to? I would, babe. I'm going to learn how to sing better. Did you ever ask her to help you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And what she usually say then? Um, um, can you do that? And I'll be like, <laughs> um, easy. I don't know where this started. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so random. My ADD is bad. Uh, where did that go? Uh, I usually ask her to help me, but uh, I think she's like always like, <laughs> she's probably just tired of hearing me. <laughs> she honestly just feels like she's not good enough to help me, to be honest. Really? Yeah, to be, mm-hmm. to be completely honest, but I, just, I can listen to her and I feel like I'd get better. What, what do you like most about her? I mean, uh, I'm sure there are a lot of things, but. Yeah, I always go to these deep things right away, but uh, authentically who she is, like inside her moral value. I think that's what mm. brought me to her initially too is like this uh, gratuitous amount of self-love that she had for herself where I felt like, oh man, that's cool. That's like, that's like really cliche and deep, but um, I, I love the fact that she, uh, yeah, just turns me on. That she, that she's confident in herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has like, not in a boastful way, but she mm-hmm. just has like this, like she wants to be a better person constantly. And I felt like uh, with my past relationships, I feel like in relationships in general, in order to be uh, best for that person, you kind of got to be your best self. Almost like you have to be selfish to be selfless type of thing. Uh, so that, that yeah, I think, I think that. 
And and uh, she, she's bomb. You see her? Ooh, look at your boy getting uh, the the young, they young, but they cute. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I love That's it. That's all no, staying it's, in. It's great. No, I, yeah. I mean you obviously really really love her, and 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 when she was talking about I you, do. she really loves you. I see you guys as a great, beautiful couple. Oh wow! Thanks. I guess a, a question that I have since you know you came up from uh, hard times. Uh, and and at where you are now, maybe it, you can give advice to you know your past self, or even like other kids who are in this area that aren't maybe able to get into passionate, uh, and they just you know they're looking for like advice from somebody who's made it out of hard times. Oh yeah, uh, my past self, I'd probably just say uh, continue. <laughs> You're right there. <clears throat> A little bit of gingivitis, self deprecation. <laughs> Write that down. Don't touch my paper. You hear that? You hear that? that Let's just sh- <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I think uh, to the, just the, the person out there that feels like it's it's kind of like really really tough, which uh, I believe it's it's tough for everybody. It's just different types of uh, how tough is. Um, I think the ability to play and look at everything as an opportunity instead of an obligation um, really helps a lot. I think uh, uh, with that growth, and if you become obsessive about something like a craft. And it, it takes you away from like whatever pain could be. Uh, keep investing in that, and then also be okay with uh, pain, you know, because I feel like it's the key ingredient to be able to to heal it. To be uh, to be honest, um, so I feel like if I had background music, it would help a lot more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we can. I'll start over. I'll start over. Go ahead, David. Sorry, this is all we have. <laughs> Hey, y'all, if you feel like you guys are down, well, I'm here to let you guys know that the only great thing about down is that you know what up is, all right? Because without down, there is no up. If life was just always about up, there would never be down, and you would never understand that up is just... It, it's just up. You have nothing to judge it on, so you got to thank the downs, especially if you're thanking the ups. Now, make sure you thumbs up this video. <laughs> characters. Characters. Right? Characters. <laughs> so... You you uh, believe that like losing is important? Then. Oh hell yeah! Uh, for me at least, I don't know. I mean, I'm, uh, all you guys have done great things in your life and your careers. Uh, for me, I've been. Uh, I feel like the one thing that's made uh, my whole life possible is the idea of losing and failing. Uh, so uh, without it, again, I don't think you would really understand what the other side is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like heaven, right? They describe heaven as this place of, like, perfection. And then you really think about perfect. And if this this world was perfect, how would you know what it is without having the opposite, right? So there's, like, a beauty to the not being perfect. Because everything was perfect, then in hell it'd be perfectly dark. So then you'd be like, oh, I don't know how to judge it. So I'm just there, right? So it's kind of like that. I just look at everything as, like, oh, the beauty behind the up is, or one thing is the opposite of it. Because you would never know what that is. Deep. Hashtag deep. Do you believe there is a heaven? I believe this is heaven. Especially sitting with three angels. That's right. Even you, Paco, are an angel. (laughs) Write that down, asshole. I don't know how much of this we can use. I'm so sorry, guys. No, it'll be good. It's awesome. You're giving him ammo right we now. You can use all of it. Yeah. Um, um, 
You want to get into these already? This is like weird for me because I usually sure. want to ask like you guys questions. Because go for it. Yeah, you can ask. Oh, we can. Yeah, it's just it's a conversation. It's conversation. Do you guys think there's a heaven? Uh, Do you think there's a heaven, David? I believe there's a heaven. Yeah, yeah. I believe in in some. I mean form of it i believe in the afterlife if that's mm-hmm. oh yeah i do too yeah. i do yeah. too i agree you i too? believe in some something i don't know what that's called but i think there's something you're like agnostic yeah not not um, what's, what's that? the other one where you don't agnostic believe? believes that and there's something there's a being yeah it doesn't really not that i know as you don't know which one it is yeah i would say agnostic no what is the one uh not not atheist yeah so agnostic yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. agnostic how about you paco um i don't know man it's weird he's a pastor's kid yeah Oh, oh, yeah. You lost, your, you lost your virginity early, didn't you? No, at the age of 26, actually. That's early for me. <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, so the, I have a question for you then. Was the expectation and standard at which your childhood was, was that like, did you feel like you always had to live up to like what a pastor's son is supposed to be? Uh, in a way, yeah. I actually learned more of how to act. Well, I'm staying away from you. <laughs> Just With being that, serious. Maybe we should go into some Twitter questions. Ooh, go for it. That's a good. That's a good transition. Uh, <laughs> there's a fan. U if Z Wayne says asks, would you rather know how you die or when you die, and why? How I die. 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 Uh, neither. I mean, you don't want to know. No, because I'm excited for the surprise. But, uh, but you wouldn't know. You're dead. But if I had to choose one... Oh, wait, wait. I'm already, Is this the premise that I'm dead already? Sure. Okay. I'd rather know... Oh, no. When you're alive. It's, yeah, like right now. Premise, okay, yeah. would you rather know, like, right now, how you die or when? Like, you're going to... Let's say it's like, I'm going to die uh, in three months versus um, I'm going to die by a car crash. Which one would you mm. rather... If I had to choose one, I guess uh, when. Yeah, I think I would use that more. Because mm-hmm. then you could do stuff. Yeah. What would you do? Depends on the time. So if I would you still be judging? So you think you can dance? It depends. Do I make it that long? Like, give me a date, and then I'll tell you. you have three months left. It's always you know subjective. Depends yep. on the time. Yeah. Three months left. Yeah. Uh, I was not still a lot judge. of time. I would still judge, mm-hmm. oh, and I would, would still finish this podcast. Hey, we made wow. it on the list. Mm-hmm. Honesty. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, that's not really the question. I just kind of took it somewhere else. But, I mean, that's interesting. No, that's what would you guys do? Yeah. Would you I, would, I would want to know when, for sure. When, right? Yeah. It's more beneficial. You can use that. Yeah, I would probably do... I don't know what I would want to do, actually. Mm. It depends on the time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. What if it was like, you're going to die at 178, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I got a long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why did you get... Old and southern, all of you a black, black, you racist. Uh, I don't know, it's just who I am. <laughs> okay, um, characters. What would you choose? What would you do? Your characters. What would you do, Paco? Mm, Gotta choose one. If I had only what? Oh, I would choose time as well. Time. Yeah. David, I would choose time. Yeah. Oh, so we're all the same. Boring. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, on to the next question yeah. from. Uh, Beth's Unite. <laughs> I wonder. I think she's our fan. Um, do you and Beth ever play pranks on each other? No, but I feel like... I, I feel like... Uh, no, we don't, but maybe I want to start now. Mm. I feel like you prank Arden a lot. Do you prank Arden a lot? No, not really. Like, when you post stuff on your Instagram, you're kind of like... It's not really a prank. You're just kind of a dick. Yeah. But it's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So that's kind of like a prank. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like she's she knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Are you? He fakes pranks. It's not a fake prank. It's not a prank. It's just truth. (laughs) Are pranks fake? All right. I don't know. Next question. CP Valerie. Valerie. What's your favorite and least favorite about making choreography? Uh, The favorite part um, would probably just be able to uh, produce a message that I feel like a lot of people, that could help a lot of people. Oh, that's so cliche, but it's so real and honest. Um, Let's see. Uh, And the worst part is probably like... um, the self-doubt maybe that comes with making stuff like like especially if you're so protective over it, like if you have a good reason why and then like you become like a little bit like oh man it has to be like perfect and perfect so i don't have that as much anymore it feels like um but yeah i would say those two things do, do you feel like when you're creating choreography for yourself versus other people do you feel more of that pressure when you're performing it or when someone else is performing it i feel more pressure if it's for me than I do for the other person. Because for me, the other person is actually a lot easier and I get to see it. Where like with me, it's like, I feel like uh, I can't see myself doing it and I already feel whack. <laughs> so I feel like the pressure is like, for me would be uh, just a, a higher to make it. Because it's just like, also my ability sucks. So you got to create around the... What do you mean? Like right now, like I'm not as good at dancing as I used to be as far as like what I can do. I mean, oh, not like... These. Creating creating choreography yeah. that doesn't go away. That's in your head, right? Uh, yeah. But it's for when it's for yourself, it's like I feel like I'm more limited on what I can say with my body. Where with other people, uh, well, usually the people I choose, it's like they have more to say, and I can get the message in my head that I want the world to know through uh, their mm. their uh, bodies. their body vocabulary yeah, their is bo- a lot yeah. larger than yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I guess this is a question that I have since we're talking about choreography and kind of your art. Yeah, I'll do your I'll do your solos. Thank you. Um, but also, if you could only choose one, I guess, creative aspect and outlet, Oof. what would you pick? Because you're you're actually so multi talented. You mean like it's annoying, almost. like crafts? Well, you said like you're into singing right yeah. now. That doesn't mean yeah, but that doesn't and mean. And then you, I know, but you you dance and you pretty much like I mean, like you said, you're always learning, but you conquered it. I mean, you hit the tier right, like of like the top tier of what a dancer could be. For the uh, most part, like what's the higher, what's higher than what you've done? Become the judge on the biggest dance show. There's nothing really higher than that, right? I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, well, well, what I'm asking is if you're at that tier, right? Like the highest tier in my perspective, it's almost not as fun, right? Because with singing, it's more interesting because there's so much new things to learn. And I feel like you just like learning. So I guess going back to Paco's question, kind of went off track. No, it's all good. Um, what is, what would you pick? I mean, would it still be dance? Oh, shit. Uh, if I had to choose right now, yeah. it would probably be choreographing. Because I feel like if it was like one thing that I can help more people with, mm-hmm. it would probably be choreographing pieces than making music or making people laugh. Does that make sense? So, Because yeah. I feel like right now the the choreographer, like I never, I kind of just fell into being a choreographer. It's nothing that I really took serious, but I felt it uh, kind of, to be honest, easy. And I feel like because it's so easy, it's not as fun because I, I want to feel struggle when I make stuff. Does that make, does mm-hmm. that make sense? So choreographing, like I feel like I would help more people out that way. So I'd probably go with that. Okay. Well, I don't know if that was a good answer. Well, I was just no, curious. Yeah, no, I mean, that was great. Like yeah. you need that struggle that, so that you don't feel like you've conquered it. Cause once you've conquered it, then you're like, I'm done. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, there's still like a struggle in 
creating and choreographing, but it's it's a lot. E- I think it's just because I've been around it so long and I've been doing it so long. I mean, it's uh, Ryan's kind of similar. It's like probably you and you like you know what you have to do and you know what you need to do. And it's where is the like uh, growth in it or like at one point in time. And again, I think you can constantly grow, but you gotta want to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. type of thing so that's why i love singing because you know when you're this bad then you can just have n- you just keep going and then you know one day you won't be as bad that's better than is it I getting remember. better it is better than what i remember yeah Thanks. it's a lot better I, um i have a question um so you know as a dancer you need to be in shape i would assume <laughs> um do, Fuck. Uh, do you do you <laughs> do you feel like uh Dancers should work out, do yoga, that type of stuff. Or is dancing enough, would you say? Yeah, Paco, it's not like it used to be when we were dancing. Like, you'd be a little bit lazy, you could eat shit. Mm. The dancers now are crazy, man. Like, they're, uh, like, uh, running every morning. Their their diets are freaking stern. They're training mind and body, learning from some of the greatest people all over the world. And a big part of it, too, is that they have the standard at their, their palm because of the phone. Uh, but I would recommend that, especially if you're, like, going for it now. Uh, no, like no matter what dance style, you got to be like At the every top. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the Olympics now, yeah. so people are definitely uh, break, Olympic break, dancing. Break, yeah. yo, yeah, dance actually ballroom and and break and uh, wow. can't say break, but b boy and breaking is now in the Olympics, junior and adult divisions. That's crazy, right? That's pretty crazy. So ain't like we they can't have our diets that they used to, you know, the spam musubis and the two yeah. hot dogs <laughs> for two dollars and twenty two cents at AM PM. It ain't gonna work no more like that. Unless you're B-Boy Morris. But that is kind of... Oh, yeah, Because no, he's that killing guy's, it. That guy's diet. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's every morning. He's, he's still, still hella good. Yeah. Hella good. Hella abs. Um, I'm jealous. But you know what? That's like in every sport, right? Like over the years, every sport, they get better and better. Like someone just broke... Some kid just broke Michael Phelps' records, what? right? Yeah. Like a bunch of his records and like... Kid. Yeah, some kid. High school or something Yeah, like something that, right? like that. And then like, you know, compare basketball now versus like 50 years ago. Oh, now this is like... You're about to say... <laughs> what? <laughs> so LeBron or Michael Jordan? Who is no, the well, ultimate? Okay, well, that's I'm I'm going even further, yeah, yeah. but like it's it's a whole another level of like athleticism, sprinting. You know, people used to run marathons in like an hour, like slower. I don't know what the real. I'm making that up. No, but, I know what you mean. But yeah, like over time, people are getting better and better at stuff. And um, at what point? I mean, there's there's the aspect that you have to offer is that there's it's not just physical, right? Yeah. In terms I, of like, I mean. I, think I don't know. Do you think it's gonna like improve? I'm, what I'm trying to ask is what we, what David and I talk about with music, of how like David loves real, quote unquote, real music. You love you love like EDM and stuff like that too. But like, like there's a difference between like the art of music and then the uh, like formula. Of yeah, music. like the formula basically. Mm-hmm. So what do you consider good? Uh, I think psychology is. 80% and I think physical ability is actually 20. So wow. these, so you're saying these kids have the outcome. physical. Yeah. I think a lot of the kids and then like, uh, well logistics is the one that's where it's like, she's very stern on growth of mind. And I think any, um, some of the B-boys coming out right now is that they're have a strong balance between mental growth on top of physical growth. And I think with any craft, you could tell the difference when someone's like, uh, like LeBron James, I, I think it's like a big part, obviously to his physical, but his mind is like, mm-hmm. uh, super like, brilliant and he's able to take advantage of both those things because i think also to your body is secondary to your mind i think your mind is the center point to operating your body so i think just taking advantage of, the, of your brain i think was a huge part for me at least why i feel like i have a lot of uh, uh received a lot of outcome mm-hmm. for a lot of things that i felt like i maybe didn't really deserve compared to the person that was physically 
uh, better well, than well, me. You, you used know? to say all the time, like, oh, I'm not the best breaker. Not even world. close. I'm not the best <laughs> choreographer. No. But you were smart enough to c combine the two and use it and use your personality to create the success you have. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no. you were you are aware of that? That's what you did, right? Yeah, I guess that's that now, mind, now. Yeah, right? yeah. I think the mind is very, very important. Right. Um, again, I don't know how you feel, David, do but you, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, um, to while you're on that subject, do you feel like um, if someone's not in a good mental state, or maybe they just broke up with someone, do you feel like when they dance, it's different than if they were in a happy relationship? Uh, if it's if the yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be different. It's just whether or not other people will enjoy it or if they'll enjoy it. But I do believe it. Uh, it is different. I also believe that um, that type of pain uh, used correctly will end up being something really brilliant because mm -hmm. um, there's like a sense of like uh, emotional high. And I think with any high emotion, it's a lot easier to create with those types of things, uh, just because it's like you need to get it out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like a must. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's good advice. Again, anything you want to plug out there other than your TV show that you're currently on? So you think you can dance? Ninja Nine, Belt. E T A P. What was it? E T T Phone Home. E T Phone Home. Yeah. <laughs> no, what was it for real? Uh, 9 p.m. Right? Oh, 9 p.m. On Mondays on Fox. Mm -hmm. E T P T. There you go. Uh, check out Dom. He's a judge on that show. It's a huge show. Um, and what else? Your YouTube, your Instagram. Well, he hasn't been doing. Are you gonna Are you gonna post again soon? I posted last Sunday. Oh, you. Uh, so are you gonna go? No, it's like fine. You don't watch. It's fine. I did. I honestly didn't. <laughs> no, it's okay. I posted on Instagram. You watch there. Thanks. I do. Uh, Instagram dot com slash d t r i x. Oh, no. They got rid of the underscore. I know. Yeah. They hooked your boy up. Nice. Okay. Yeah. There's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, you can follow us at Off the Pill on Twitter at Off the Pill Podcast on Instagram, and. Um, Basically, how we end this is we just breathe into the mic in three, two, one. There's a bunch of summer rave voice on that, too.